الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والصلاة والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الذين قالوا ربنا الله ثم استقاموا تتنزل عليهم الملائكة ألا تخافوا ألا تخافوا ولا تحزنوا وأبشروا بالجنة التي كنتم توعدون وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قل آمنت بالله ثم استقم أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم مستسبكت الأرماء الكرام بسيطة نلدز from the time of Adam والسلام, coming down on earth until the day of Qiyamah this will be the case that whenever a person decides to do what is good what is right then there will be three obstacles in his way And the challenge is that how a person can overcome these obstacles and reach his destination. We have come from Jannat. Adam والسلام, was in Jannat. And that is our destination. And how can we get to this destination safely? This is the challenge. How can one overcome these obstacles in the way? What are these obstacles? The one obstacle is nafs. The nafs which is within us, and this is something which Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has spelt it out for us, that your worst enemy is within you. So this nafs will keep trying to move the person towards things which are against the commands of Allah Ta'ala. You keep trying to spur the person on with the evil qualities within. For example, one of the worst things that take a person towards destruction is the aspect of pride, ego, so nafs will keep bringing this within a person. To think good of ourselves, to look down upon others. So now this is an obstacle. And one has to keep suppressing this nafs to the point where this becomes the first nature of the person where he regards himself as nothing. In this particular aspect, for example, that now... Nafs will keep bringing the aspect of the ego. I should be treated like this. I should be spoken in this, to the, to in this manner. I should be given this kind of welcome. I should be given that type of recognition. I should receive that kind of acknowledgement. And all these various things. Now nafs will keep bringing this in. And the challenge now is that a person now wants to move in the right direction. He doesn't want to have this ego. He doesn't want to have this pride. 
the challenge would be to keep suppressing this to the point where it becomes a person's first nature. Like for example, one Buzrug, one person one day came to him and he invited him that certain day, certain time, I will come and fetch you and if you can come to my house and partake of some meals, he said, very well. So at that day, this person came, himself he came, he fetched him, he brought him to his place, and then he goes away, and after a minute or two comes and he asks him in a very abrupt way, that what are you standing here for? So he says that, well, you came, you fetched me, you brought me, you said that you're inviting me for meals. He says, what, what meals are you talking about? You just come away just without any announcement, without anything, you just walk in and then on top of that you say you're invited for meals. So he says, very well. So he goes away. So when he goes away, the next day this person comes again and he says that, uh, I'll be very happy if you can come back. Come, come to join me for meals. He says, very well, no problem. So he comes again with him. And again he does the same thing. Disappears for a short while. And then he comes back and says that, what happened? You came here for what? He says, well, you brought me. You asked me to come. You invited me. So again he starts making a big scene about it. What invited? Who invited you? You just come and just fall in anywhere and everywhere and just walk in anyhow. And then on top of that you even make claims of being invited. Very well, then let me go. So the third time, again this person invited him. Can we imagine the situation? Forget the second time, by the first time it would have been our, forget decisions, our resolutions. The day this person ever come near me again. He mustn't even pass me from 10 meters Otherwise, he is asking for trouble. And what other things we might think about and decide to do? The third time he calls him. And the third time he does the same thing. So, when the third time he does the same thing, this person says, Very well. And he walks away. Now, this person comes running behind him and he falls at his feet. And he says, Please forgive me. I was merely testing you. But today I have. Realize that definitely you're a very big buzrug. Now the point we were making is that this nafs keeps stirring these things within a person that I am somebody, I am something, I need to be treated in a certain way, I need to be given certain recognition. And the challenge is now to keep suppressing this nafs to the point where the right condition of the heart becomes the first nature. Now after doing this three times to the person, and now he says that, please forgive me, I was just testing you, but today I have seen that this is a sign of a real buzrug. Now what is this person's spontaneous answer? And this is the issue, that things can be very, very well prepared in advance. For example, somebody can very easily well prepare a whole lecture about how humble he is. And all the titles of humility he can give himself. All the titles of humility. Humility will become a thing of title also. 
But the issue is when something comes at the spur of a moment. And on the spur of the moment, what is the reaction? And when a person has been constantly suppressing the nafs, now something comes at the spur of the moment, what is the inside will come out? So this buzruk now, this person is saying to him that, please forgive me, I was merely testing you. And today I have realized definitely you are a very big buzruk. So his spontaneous reply was that, is this a sign of a buzruk? Even a dog, you show it food, it comes and you chase it away, it runs away. So you called me, you showed me food, so any dog, you show it food, it comes, and you chase it, it goes away. So no big deal about this, there's no sign of a buzruk, even a dog does this. So how he, that was a spontaneous reply, that was his condition from within, that he believed himself to be like that. So this comes after a person constantly keeps suppressing that. And we find in our Akabir, this was the thing that they worked on. And this was the thing that they emphasized. Hazrat Rabia Basriya Rahmatullah she one day comes to the bank of the river to fetch water or whatever. And there she sees somebody has placed his musalla, Hassan Basri Rahmatullah has placed his musalla on the water. Sometimes some conditions overcome the Ahlullah. They don't make a point of trying to display some karamat, some supernatural ability that Allah Ta'ala has blessed them with. And all this happens only with the permission of Allah Ta'ala. It is not in anybody's personal ability to do something. When Allah Ta'ala wills, it will happen. And if Allah Ta'ala doesn't will, then a person can try a million times, nothing will happen. So in any case, he had put his musalla on the water. And he was performing salah. He didn't expect anybody to come there and to see this. So she observed it from a distance. So when he completed his salah, she put her musalla on the wind. And she performed her salah. Now she was actually wanting to impart a lesson. So after she performed her salah, then she addressed him. From the distance, she addressed him. That listen, performing namaz on the water is no great deal, no big achievement. The water, to be able to stand on the water, what, what's a big deal about it? Even the fish are in the water. The fish are swimming in the water all the time. So it doesn't make you better than the fish. But now she was giving a lesson. She put her musalla on the air. So she said, but putting the musalla and performing salah on the air, what does this mean also? There's no big deal. Even the fly flies around in the air all the time. So the comparison she made for him was with the fish. But for herself, what a dirty creature. But this is the condition that they had created of their hearts after having suppressed that nafs, after having annihilated that ego. So this became first nature. And as we mentioned that this first nature or, or this condition of the heart, this is what comes out when a person is on the spot, when something has happened suddenly, when something has happened without any notification beforehand, any sign of that this is coming. So this is the first obstacle that comes in the way, the obstacle of nafs. And it comes in various ways to keep bringing this ego forward, bringing the various base qualities within a person keeps stirring this 
But this is the challenge that the person has to keep suppressing this. This is part of life, that this nafs is going to be there. Then the second obstacle is shaitan. And he had already declared this beforehand. That when he was being rejected from the heavens, he made a very open declaration. And we started off on this note, that when a person intends to do good, especially in that line, then these obstacles come in the way. So shaitan had already declared from that time, Allah, I will be there on that straight path. The person who is trying to walk on the straight path, somebody who is already on the path that is gone in deviation, then he is already gone in deviation. Shaitan is not going to make so much effort on him. And in fact, Shaitan himself might be feeling embarrassed with regards to sometimes people say, this person even surpassed me also. Maybe what I didn't even have hope of trying to get somebody to do, this person is doing the job. So he has become one ahead of me also. But shaitan has made that declaration, Ya Allah, when somebody is going to be on that straight path, I am going to be sitting there. And ثُمَّ لَآتِيَنَّهُمْ مِنْ بَيْنِ أَيْدِيهِمْ وَمِنْ خَلْفِهِمْ وَعَنْ أَيْمَانِهِمْ وَعَنْ شَمَائِلِهِمْ From every direction I will come, and I will try to waylay the person. And shaitan will put various stops in the way to try and distract the person. Try and turn him away from the good that he wants to do. Try and drag him towards the wrong. And in various things, in some very clear and open things, the person wants to go to the masjid, shaitan will put various obstacles in the way. That now, not so serious that you have to go to the masjid and perform your salah, make it at home later. And then that later becomes even later. And then it becomes qaza. He says, well, you're going to make your qaza also. So, fine, you, at least you're making your qaza. How many people are there that don't even make qaza? So, shaitan gives a person a feeling of goodness within him on the hope that he's going to make his qaza, whereas he missed his salah. It went out of time already. But shaitan brings in such a thought in his mind that he still feels good about himself. That is, I got the intention of qaza. How many millions of people don't even have any intention of their qaza? Whereas he's committed such a major sin that Nabi Wasallam in one hadith where he says that had it not been for the women and children in the homes, then it was my intention that those who don't come to the masjid and perform salah with jama'ah without any valid reason, I would go and set fire to their homes. So shaitan will come. Shaitan will now put the obstacle in the way. Shaitan will drag the person towards the wrong direction. Sometimes in these very clear-cut things, you make him do some haram, take him to the gambling dens, take him to the vice dens. And sometimes he will put major obstacles in the way from a person being able to achieve great heights. The one hadith, for example, which keeps coming to mind, and every time that this hadith comes to mind or we discuss it, one just marvels at what is in it. Subhanallah, what Allah Ta'ala is giving us, and the doors are open to us for what? But shaitan becomes an obstacle. Nafs becomes an obstacle in these things. In the one hadith where Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam addresses the Sahaba Ikram, and he says to them, Allah ukhbirukum. Allah ukhbirukum. Bi afdala min darajati salati was siyami was sadaqa. Subhanallah, 
it's amazing what is in this hadith sharif and every time that one speaks about it it just keeps adding to the amazement and there will be no end to this depth what is in this hadith sharif nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam is arousing the thirst of the sahaba ikram and he's saying to them ala ukhbirukum bi afdal min darajati salati was siyam was sadaqa should i not tell you and now in the sahaba here something should i not tell you they already all ears but then what should i not tell you about what should i not tell you about something that is greater in rank and virtue min as-salah then all the nafil salah that a person can perform now can you imagine all the nafil salah person lives for maybe 80 years every day of his life is making tahajjud the whole night he doesn't miss one ishraq one chasht one awabin and he's making hundreds of rakats of nafil salah every day 80 years 100 years of his life can we imagine what a what a great thing this is who can even how many of us can imagine even doing one fraction of that and nabi sallallahu alaihi is saying that something greater than all the salah not that this is being played down everybody understands the rank of this so we have understood the rank of this nabi sallallahu alaihi is saying something more than that and then not only that was salati was siyam all the nafil fasts that a person can keep so the month of ramadan he'll fast obviously and the five days that are forbidden to fast he will refrain so besides that every other day of the year he is fasting so he is fasting in ramadan and the rest of the year he is fasting besides the days it's impermissible and every year year in and year out imagine somebody doing this for 50 years of his life 70 years of his life subhanallah what a great thing as-sawmu li wa ana ajzi bi allah tala says fasting is for me i myself am the and the reward for it a person who has been fasting every day 50 years 70 years and then on top of that he is making tahajjud the whole night he is making nafil namaz the whole day not only that was sadaqa and then he is giving sadaqa as well how much sadaqa no limit all the sadaqa that he can give the whole of phoenix gets together and give sadaqa he might give maybe few million the whole of durban maybe 100 billion how much more 1 billion allah knows best the whole world put together nowadays billion to is nothing every now and then they say billions went missing so whole billions has go missing no big deal so maybe a few billion 100 billion how much more can a person give the whole world put together will give some charity spend some good cause we'll say 1 trillion maybe but there is some limit to that after the trillion maybe some zillion will come but we'll learn we'll learn somewhere the beast last one is saying more than all those trillions more than all those zillions if you can call it to so imagine the same person who's fasting every day of his life who's making tahajjud the whole night every day of his life and who's giving all those trillions in sadaqa now who can meet his rank who can reach his rank the beast last me say yes i'm telling you something that will take you beyond that 
Now, what can that be? It might be that a person has to maybe spend his nights in the cave in the mountain somewhere, making some special kind of ibadat, and probably that too he must maybe stay hungry and do, uh, don't eat anything. What would might go through the mind? But none of these things. There's no la rahbaniyat of Islam. Being a hermit, there's no such thing in Islam. So what can be so great? Nabi Islam says, Islahu zatil bain. That to make peace between two people has a greater rank than all these things. Can we imagine what the value of this is? As I said, that the more one ponders about this, the amazement just grows. That subhanallah, what is being offered? Islahu zatil bain. That to make peace between two people has a rank greater than all these things combined. And to create discord, this is something that shaves off a person's deen. Now a person, subhanallah, he's been hearing about the virtue of performing tahajjud every night and the virtue of uh, fasting every day and all the other ibadat and the virtue of sadaqah he says, well, this is something I need to gain. This is something I need to aspire for, try to get. So now what comes in the way? What becomes the obstacle? Shaitan becomes obstacle. Nafs becomes obstacle. So that the person doesn't go ahead. person doesn't get closer to Allah Ta'ala. The person does not progress in deen. So this, these are the obstacles that come in the way. Nafs and Shaitan. And the person will be diverted. That some other, some other excuse and some other reason shaitan will keep putting in the heart and mind. And some obstacle or the other shaitan will try to drag the person away. And that takes a lot, it takes a lot of courage for a person to trample that nafs, to dispel that shaitan at that time and do what is the right thing, what is meant to be done. So now, to make peace between people, to make peace between oneself and others, this is the rank. And to maintain peace. That how does a person go about day-to-day -day things? How does he conduct himself within his home? So that he can maintain peace at home. Create peace and maintain peace. So how does he express himself? How does he uh, handle situations when they come up? Something has happened, what does he do? So all this goes in the same light. That now all this is part of that same effort to create peace, to maintain peace with his neighbors, with his relatives, with people in society, with his co-workers, his colleagues, with his employees, with anyone and everyone. But now nafs and shaitan come in the way. And they put these obstacles in the way. No, this person wasn't progress. And then the third obstacle comes from insan. First was nafs, other was shaitan. The third obstacle from insan, those insan that become the agents of shaitan. Allah says, seek the protection of Allah Ta'ala, who is Rabbun Nas, the Rabb and the sustainer and the cheer of all mankind and humankind.
who is the king of all humans and who is the deity of every creation and every human. Min sharril waswasil khannas. Seek Allah Ta'ala's refuge and protection from the evil of that evil whisperer who retreats after whispering. Referring to the shaitan. But then Allah Ta'ala says, Min al jinnati wan nas. This shaitan who is from jinn and from humankind also. Those who start doing the work of shaitan, whispering the evils of shaitan. Now somebody wants to do the right thing, sometimes the person's near and dear ones, they become the obstacle. They become the means of trying to take the person away. Now you're still young now, you will live life. All these things will do later. Well, you can't become a very big extremist. Oh, all kinds of various comments will be made. But what is required is that a person in all these challenges, that he remains steadfast. This is the ayat of the Quran Sharif that we recited at the beginning. Allah Ta'ala says, Those who say, But then when they will make this claim, then there'll be challenges. There'll be the challenges from nafs, from shaitan, from human beings. But when those challenges come, istaqamu. They are steadfast. What does steadfastness mean? That a person makes this determination. Come what may, I've decided, for example, that I am not going to speak lies, for example. So now whatever the situation is, that is it. I will not break this resolution and decision. That is istiqamat. I've decided I'm not going to miss my salah with jama'ah for anything. So now whatever comes in the way, I've made a decision, I've made this resolution. So now istiqamat requires that I stay steadfast on this. Come what may, I will continue. I will do what I have to do. And this istiqamat is a very, very great, the greatest karamat. Al-istiqamatu fawqa alfi karamatin. Istiqamat is greater than a thousand karamats. Hazrat Sirri Sakti rahmatullahi very great pious personality of his time. One day he was traveling and after a while he decided to rest under a tree. So when he woke up after his rest, he can hear somebody speaking. So he pays attention, closely listens. And he can hear the sound is coming from the tree. So this might sound strange, but Allah Ta'ala gives the tongue to whatever he wants. On the day of Qiyamah, everything will speak. Persons, The hands of a person will speak. That what the hand was doing? Which buttons he was pressing? Which side it was taking the person to? The eyes will speak. What it was being made to look at? The legs will speak. That which vice den I was made to walk towards. So everything will speak on the day of Qiyamah. And the person's skin will speak. And in, he will, so to say, in protest, he will say to his skin, Why are you testifying against me? I did all these whatever things I did so that you could enjoy yourself. The skin and all the limbs will say, Allah Ta'ala made us speak today. That Rabb who made everything speak today. 
On day of Qiyamah, everything will speak. So sometimes Allah Ta'ala gives some lesson. These things take place. So in any case now, he is listening carefully that this voice is coming from the tree itself. So he listens carefully and what is being said to him there is that Ya Sirri Kun Mithli O Sirri, become like me. So become like me. So he asks that how can I become like you? What, what does it mean become like you? So the tree replies and says, Anasu yarmunani bil ahjar wa ana armihim bil asmar. This is what I mean, become like me. That people throw stones at me. I throw fruit at them. Might have seen it, might have even done it sometime. You know, break some fruit. So it's high up on a branch that is very high. Person takes a stone and he throws it to bring the fruit down. So now this is the picture that he's putting forward. That people throw stones at me. So in return, I throw fruit at them. In other words, you become like me also. People will throw thorns at you. You throw flowers at them. People will throw hurtful things at you. You throw some soothing things at them. People will throw abuse at you. You throw something comforting to them. So this is what I mean by you come, become like me. So he thought about it, subhanallah. What a great lesson. Then something crossed his mind. And he said, well, subhanallah, you have such a great quality in you. People throw stones at you, you throw fruit at them. They harm you, so to say, and you benefit them. But then how come, فَكَيْفَ مَصِيرُكَ إِلَى النَّارِ That if you have this great quality in you, how come you still end up in the fire? Fire is azab. In other words, this tree also eventually becomes firewood. That it has such a great quality in it, but it still becomes firewood. It, so to say, gets punished in the end. Figuratively speaking, so the tree said, yes, unfortunately I have one great deficiency in me. I have these great qualities also, but I have one great deficiency in me. Amilu fil hawai ha kaza wa ha kaza. Simply what we can translate it as, I just go with the wind. Whichever direction the wind is blowing, if it's blowing from the, in the easterly direction, I'm just bowing over in the easterly direction. If the wind is blowing in the westerly direction, I'm toppling over the other side. So I have got no steadfastness in me. I just go in any direction. And that is the end result because of I have got no steadfastness in me. I don't have any consistency. As a result, I end up in the fire. So the lesson is of steadfastness, of istiqamat. That the winds will keep blowing. The winds of all various kinds of things and isms and various kinds of Fitnas will come, the fitna of technology will come, and the fitnas of chatting and whatever else, and the internet, and all the other kinds of haram, the vice dens will be calling, whatever fitnas will come, the winds will blow, and sometimes a person might seem like lonely and alone, everybody is going in one direction. Some fairs are taking place, and all the kind of mixed gatherings, and, and everybody seems to be going headlong into everything, I must just stay out of the fun, but that is a time not to go with the wind. Hawaho awo tum idarku, hawaho jidarki. Awo tum idarku. You keep coming in the same direction, the direction of Nabi Salaam's way of life. Hawaho jidarki. Whichever way the wind is blowing, you got one direction. 
And this is the challenge that all these challenges will come of nafs, of shaitan, and of insan. But in all these challenges, what is required is that we have made the claim, إِنَّ الَّذِينَ قَالُوا رَبُّنَ اللَّهِ ثُمَّ اسْتَقَامُوا Now the challenge is to remain steadfast and remain firm. And when a person makes the effort to remain firm, then Allah Ta'ala opens a way for him to remain firm. A person has to just take those steps, take the little effort, and Allah Ta'ala then opens a way out, and things become easy. So in all the things that a person does, all the efforts that we make, this is what we have to strive for. We have to strive for this istiqamat. This is greater than a thousand karamats. Hazrat Juraid Baghdadi, one person came, and he spent 10 years in his company. And after 10 years, he finally said, one day I'm going. Apparently no reason for him going, no announcement beforehand, suddenly he's going. What happened? You're going suddenly? So he said, well, I came here so long, 10 years, and I didn't see one karamat. I didn't see you performing one supernatural feat, one karamat also. So I'm going now. So he sighed deeply. I said, well, if that's the case, that's the reason why you're going now. I'm not even grieved by your going. But in any case, in those 10 long years that have passed, did you see me ever doing one act against the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa So he said, no, that I didn't see. That any day in this whole 10 years, one act also, one aspect of life, if you did it against the sunnah of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa I didn't see this. So he said, subhanallah, what greater karamat you're looking for? That this is istiqamat. This is being steadfast. And being steadfast, there will be challenges. That a person expects that this dunya won't be a place of challenge, that Anbiya Ali were put through tests and trials. The Sahaba Ikram were put through tests and trials. That Masathumul Ba'asa Waddarra Wazulzilu Hatta Yaqula Rasulu Walladina Amanu Ma'ahu Mata Nasrullah Allah in the Nasrullahi Qareeb. That they were shaken to such a point that they involuntarily started asking that when will the help of Allah come? Allah says, now it's when the test has reached its point that it's supposed to reach, Allah in the Nasrullah Qareeb. Then the help of Allah is very near. So we have to make the firm intention from within. And the way of istiqamah is to remain in the right environments, remain in the right company, be associating with the right people. And that creates that ability and the strength for istiqamah. This is what we have to aspire for, we have to try for, make that effort for. Allah tabarak wa ta'ala, give me and all of us the tawfiq. Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alam. Recite the Rosh Jazallahu anna nabiyyana muhammadan sallallahu alayhi wa sallam bima huwa ahlu. 
ہو جائے میرا دل میدان ہو تو ہی تو ہو تو ہی تو ہو تو ہی تو غیر سے بالکل ہی اٹھ جائے نظر تو ہی تو آئے نظر دیکھو جدر اور میرے تن میں بجائے آب و گل درد دل ہو درد دل ہو درد دل نفس و شیطان دونوں نے مل کر ہائی کیا ہے مجھ کو تباہ اے میرے مولا میری مدد کر چاہتا ہوں میں تیری پناہ مجھ سا خلق میں کوئی نہیں گو بد کردار ناماسیہ تو بھی مگر غفار ہے یا رب بخش دے میرے سارے گناہ اب تو رہے بس تادم آخر ورد زبائے میرے الہ لا الہ الا اللہ 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 
چھوڑ دے ساری بستی کو بستی بستی کہتا جا اللہ 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 محمد الرسول اللہ صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم اللهم لك الحمد كله ولك الشكر كله اللهم لا نحصي ثناء عليك أنت كما أثنيت على نفسك جزا الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله ربنا ولمنا أنفسنا ولمنا أنفسنا ولمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تخفل لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين لا إله إلا الله الحليم الكريم سبحان الله رب العرش العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين نسألك موجبات رحمتك وعزائم مغفرتك والغنيمة من كل بر والسلامة من كل إثم اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا إلا غفرته ولا هما إلا فرجته ولا دينا إلا قضيته ولا مريضا إلا شفيته ولا حاجة هي لك رضا إلا قضيتها ويسرتها يا أرحم الراحمين يا أرحم الراحمين يا أكرم الأكرمين يا راحم المساكين يا أرحم الراحمين ولمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تخفل لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين ربنا هب لنا من أزوهجنا وذرياتنا قرة أعين وجعلنا للمتقين إماما وجعلنا للمتقين إماما وجعلنا للمتقين إماما ربنا فاغفر لنا ذنوبنا وكفر عنا سيئاتنا وتوفنا مع الأبرار ربنا وآتنا ما وعدتنا على رسلك ولا تخزنا يوم القيامة إنك لا تخلف الميعاد إله العالمين والله وموس مرسفل الله موس gracious الله موس kind الله موس loving الله Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, definitely you did not create us to punish us, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, you love us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, it is the sign of your love that you have brought us in your house, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, we cannot come of our own accord, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, you have brought us this far, Ya Allah. You shower your forgiveness upon us also, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, forgive all our major and minor sins, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, forgive the sins we did deliberately, Ya Allah. Forgive the sins we did by mistake, Ya Allah. Forgive the sins of the night, Ya Allah. Forgive the sins of the day, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, cleanse us like the day we were born, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, forgive us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, forgive our families, Ya Allah. Forgive our relatives, Ya Allah. Forgive our friends, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, forgive the entire ummah of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, remove the suffering of the ummah, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, remove the suffering of the ummah, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, wherever the ummah is being oppressed, Ya Allah, remove their oppression, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, those who are hungry, give them food to eat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, those who are without shelters, give them shelters to live in, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, those who are the clothes, give them clothes to wear, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, the conditions are definitely as a result of our actions, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are acknowledging all our sins, Ya Allah. We are acknowledging our mistakes and faults, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, we are begging your forgiveness, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant us a tawfiq of doing those a'mal that bring down your rahmat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us from those a'mal that bring down your rot and azab, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, give us a tawfiq of performing our five times salah with jama'ah, Ya Allah. 
Ilahul Alamin, give us the tawfiq of fulfilling all the obligations of deen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, give us the tawfiq of performing our salah with khushu and khudu, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make our salah that kind of salah with which you are pleased with, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah, grant us afiyat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant us afiyat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, don't put us through tests, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are very weak, Ya Allah. Don't put us through tests in our deen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, don't test us in our dunya, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, you safeguard the lives, the wealth, the health. Ilahul Alamin, the honor and the respect of every Muslim, Ya Allah. And most of all, Ya Allah, protect the iman and amal of every believer, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, save us from all the fitna and fasad, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you protect us, Ya Allah. Do not leave us to ourselves for the blink of an eye, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, we are very weak, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you save us, Ya Allah. You safeguard us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you protect us, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, protect us from the obstacles of nafs and shaitan, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, you safeguard us, Ya Allah. You enable us to pass these obstacles, obstacles with afiyat and safety, Ya Allah. From the obstacles of insan, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, grant us istiqamat on deen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant us istiqamat on deen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you grant us istiqamat on deen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you save us from all the haram, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us from the sins of the eyes, Ya Allah. Save us from the sins of the ears, Ya Allah. Save us from the sins of the hands, Ya Allah. Save us from the sins of the heart, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, fill our hearts with your love, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with your love, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, fill our hearts with your love, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant us the nisbat of the Uliya Siddiqeen, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all those who have passed away, fill their qabrs with nur, Ya Allah. Make their complete maghfirat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, grant them the high stages of Jannat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, at the time of our death, take us with the kalima, La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah. Ilahul Alameen, take us on tawbat and nasuh, Ya Allah. Take us on iman and kamil, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, take us at the time that you are pleased with us and we are pleased with you, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us from death in a condition of sin, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, fill our qabrs with nur, Ya Allah. Make our qabrs gardens of Jannah for us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant us the shafaat of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ya Allah, give us Jannatul Firdaus without any reckoning, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, all the work of deen that is taking place, accept it, Ya Allah. Accept the efforts of the masajid and makatib, Ya Allah. Accept the efforts of the madaris and darlooms, Ya Allah. Accept the efforts of the khanqahs, Ya Allah. Accept the efforts of da'wat and tabligh, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, all the jamaats, wherever they are making effort, accept it, Ya Allah. Make it a means of hidayat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, the upcoming ijtima, make it asan, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make it a means of hidayat, Ya Allah. Accept it, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make it a means of hearts turning towards you, Ya Allah. Make it a means of lives turning towards you, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make it a means of giving up all the evil, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make it a means of becoming totally and truly your servants, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, make it a means of hidayat spreading throughout the world, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, all those who have asked us to make dua for them, Ya Allah, fulfill all their pious desires, Ya Allah. Remove all their difficulties and hardships, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, all those who are sick, give them shifai kamila, ajila, mustamirra, daima. Ilahul Alameen, all those who are in any kind of difficulties and hardships, remove their difficulties and hardships, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, you are the know of the unseen, Ya Allah. All those who have gathered and raised their hands, Ya Allah. You know what is each person's heart, Ya Allah. You know what is each person's anxieties and worries, Ya Allah. What is each person's difficulties, Ya Allah. What is each person's needs you are aware of, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you know each one's pious aspirations, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, remove each one's difficulties, Ya Allah. Remove each one's hardships and difficulties, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, remove all the worries and anxieties, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant each one their pious aspirations, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, fulfill each one's needs from the ghayb, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, grant barakat in each one's sustenance, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, save us from every drop and every grain of haram, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant us halal and tayyib rizq, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. All the good that Rasulullah begged for, Ya Allah, we also begging for all the good, Ya Allah. Whatever Nabi Sallallahu sought refuge from, Ya Allah, grant us refuge from it as well, Ya Allah. Allahumma inna nas'aluka min khayri ma sa'alaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka Sayyiduna Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Wa na'udhu bika min sharri mas'ta'adaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka Sayyiduna Muhammad. 
صلى الله عليه وسلم أنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وأصحابه جمعين والحمد لله رب العالمين